0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one to line of time. We have a treat this morning. We have Mr. Greg Dickerson back for a fourth conversation. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Michael. How are you? Thank you so much for doing this. This is a topic I wanted to ask. I think I am early on something again. Uh, I've talked about the Fed raising rates, 50 basis points for six months. I have another early call that I've not seen out there. And that is Greg. I think the unemployment rate will be 4.5% or higher by December. No one's talking about it. It's 3.9% today. I wanted to know what you thought of that. Um, how does that hit you? Just the first time you've heard it. Yeah.
1: So you're, so you're saying we're going to have more unemployment?
0: Correct. It's going up. It's not going down. It's going up.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, there's so many jobs available now. Um, you know, the only reason the only reason unemployment is so high right now is because people just, you know, don't want to go back to the workforce, you know, and mm-hmm. so many people have exited. So, um, you know, that that's a tough one to, to, to try to peg. I think that, you know, if markets continue like they are and, you know, people's portfolios continue to lose, you know, a lot of people are going to have to go back to work. They're going to feel like they want to build those reserves back up and enter the workforce. Um, you know, it's, it's you know, a lot of what we're seeing right now is because of the supply chain issues, because, you know, a lot of places are still shut down, still constrained. You still have Omicron out there, you know, creating problems.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I, I think we're still underemployed by choice, not because of, you know, where we're at.
0: Yeah, let me just play it out again. This is a set of dominoes. Again, I'm call, I call stuff early. When you're right, you look amazing. When you're wrong, you look like an idiot. And I'm okay with that. But uh, sort of what you've just said. So one of the things you have to know about the unemployment numbers, they have this participation rate. One of the reasons it's showing 3.9% today is because participation rates down almost 2%. I think it's like 1.7 from historical norms. I believe we're in a market, as we've talked about in the first couple of videos, where stocks are going to go down, portfolios are going to be hit, and those people who retire early are going to boomerang and come back. Thus, I expect participation rate to go up, which will have, a, have an impact on the rate going higher. The second thing I believe is going to happen is the consumer is going to start to change their behavior. See video number three, which means they're going to save more, spend less, which is going to mean businesses have less sales and businesses will shut down some of those Uh, open rec so uh, I believe the economy in the U.S. is worse than most people expect I believe this event in the market the event the market is going to come down I think the Fed's going to be hawkish which is going to mean 2022 is not fun for most people Uh, yeah I don't have a rosy picture about 2022 so that's kind of the dominoes
1: yeah and that's what the Fed is you know Another thing you're contemplating and worried about is, you know, stagflation, right, where they have, you know, high inflation, mm-hmm. low growth. And, you know, they are facing that. It's kind of really hard to detect right now, because when you look at earnings and things like that, you know, prices are up so much, it's affecting that. So it looks like, you know, it's like revenues are up, you know, <laughs> things like that. But it's just, you know, prices are up. So your sales are obviously going to go up. Your revenues yeah. are going to go up. So that's kind of a weird number to look at. You know, we know inflation is already changing people's behavior. People are pulling back on, you know, discretionary spending uh, right now. Uh, you, you know, we just until we see where things land and, and what what the Fed really decides to do and the impact that that has on the markets, it's going to be really, really hard to, to know and to understand where we're going to land. But you're right. If, you know, we continue to see devaluation in assets, housing markets, things like that, where people's wealth is really, really affected and destroyed. um, You know, that's going to affect their spending habits, um, you know, which will affect growth, you know, which in turn affects employment. So I think we're so underemployed right now, kind of like housing, we're so undersupplied or Mm -hmm. yeah, undersupplied right now that the demand dynamics, the employment dynamics are kind of off. And until that kind of works itself out, I don't think we're really going to know. But, um, you know, there's a ton of people ready to go back to work, I think, or able to go back to work if they get to the point to where, you, you know, they have to and they're mm-hmm. worried about their retirement account, their savings and their wealth. And they're right now, there's tons of jobs. So no, I
0: agree. I agree.
1: It's kind of like housing, you know, there, there's so much demand out there and there's so few houses. But as soon as that, you know, interest rate, you know, conundrum flips mm-hmm. and prices start to come down. You know, what does that look like,
0: you know? Yeah, there's two things I'm watching there. Earlier, I think in the third episode, I talked about the 201K being a joke. Uh, what I mean by that is if somebody really starts to say my 401K is a 201K and they're retired, they're going back to work. That's like that. When I see that headline, that's going to be the boomerang and people coming back, participation goes up, unemployment gets pulled up. It's just simple math. But then on housing, the, if you want an early indication on housing, watch supply. We ended the year under a million single family homes that is unheard of levels you know how you fix that interest rates go up payments go up less approvals from bank people get nervous they'd rather rent and all you have to do is watch inventory build it builds slower right it's not fast like the market but if you watch inventory go from 920 to to 1100 to you know 1.3 to one it there will be a point where prices come down it's just not as fast yeah it, yeah, it
1: can. But, you know, if you get like we saw 2008-9, you know, if, if people are trying to sell and the prices don't make any sense, your inventory builds pretty darn fast. Yeah, exactly. And that's what happened in 0809. Values inflated so much, rates mm-hmm. went up. So what people could buy, that came down, but prices were still up because yep. people were still, you know, again, real estate is slow moving in the sense of, you know, a flip because people still think in the past, you know, I can still get these numbers that we were getting six months or a year ago. Takes a little while for that to unwind. That's how your supply and, Mm -hmm. you know, your inventory levels build is because sellers are Mm -hmm. living in a false world. Sticky. Uh, Mm -hmm. And a lot of sellers are, you know, if I don't get my number, I'm not selling. So then build, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, and then eventually people have to sell. Like I said, everybody liquidates sooner or later.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This this is 2022 is going to be an amazing year. Right. It was really, uh, frankly, 2020, 2021, for the most part, was easy to make money. All you had to do was put money in, and everybody won. 2022 is going to be messy. There's going to be some pain, probably a lot of pain. Uh, but opportunities come. I mean, that's just something both you and I have learned. Right? Is opportunity comes when maximum pain is is in.
1: Well, and for anybody who missed the run-up in 20, you know, 2021, this may be a reset and another chance to do it again. Because mm-hmm. like I said, if it gets really bad, the you know, the Fed's gonna have to jump back in, you know, and stabilize things and we could be off to the races again and mm-hmm. uh, really be able to take advantage of it. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. I think you it's too? interesting. Um, I, I do believe the I, you know, I do know I you know, my belief is the Fed's not gonna let it get too out of hand. Maybe they let it get down to 30, 40 percent in terms of devaluation in the markets. Uh, before they jump in and intervene, the problem is there's only so much they can do, yeah. you know, because they have to keep inflation in check. So that's the caveat, you know, to all of this is, you know, they have to control inflation. They have to do something about that. So there's really only so much they can do, and which leads to your point that if they can't do anything, prices stay high, markets are bad. You know, people have to go back to work, but yet the economy's contracting, so there won't be any work. That's when you got a real problem. Exactly. That's when you've got, you know, recession, borderline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, who knows
1: where it goes from there.
0: I've been calling a recession. I I think a recession is in the making before the first half of 2023. So uh, yeah, interesting time. So Greg, I appreciate all your time. Thank you for the four videos. How can people find you?
1: Yeah, gregdickerson.com. That's where all my info lives, YouTube channel podcast. You can find the links there and uh, go check it out.
0: Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it.